we struggle to even be able to do the stuff in our life that we want. A lot of the time it's because we have this all or nothing mentality. I'm either a good or bad person if I do this or I do that. If I do this, it means I can't do that. None of that is true, guys. There is so many options that are available to us. Welcome back to the Ready to Redefine podcast. I'm your host, Sheridan, a nutrition and life coach specializing in emotional eating. This podcast is a fusion of all things health, mindset, and personal development, where we dive deep to redefine who you are and how you're showing up in your life. Here, you'll learn to say goodbye to your self-sabotaging behaviors and hello to understanding yourself, your body, and your mind on a whole new level. I want you stepping into the best version of yourself with confidence, personal power, and ultra clear alignments that you can wake up and smash your goals. So are you ready to redefine? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Ready to Redefine podcast. I'm your host, Sheridan, and I am absolutely here today to just like welcome you guys all back into the podcast world because I've been gone for a little while and honestly, I am just roaring to be back. I have just felt this inner pull to just come back and really try and make sure that these episodes become a weekly thing. I think as my audience has expanded, as I have shifted into more consistency and discipline coaching and helping people with overall accountability, still doing the binge eating and emotional eating component of my business, but really recognizing that I'm able to impact a lot more people. And that is where guys, we're really going to start expanding out the topics that we talk about on this podcast, because let's just be honest. Emotional eating and binge eating is one thing, but you guys know that I'm all about self-navigation, understanding how you navigate the challenges, the setbacks, what happens to you in your life, and how by navigating that, we're able to have you know more emotional regulation, which then enables us to make sure that we no longer lean on negative coping mechanisms to deal with life's challenges. And with through that, guys, we're able to become a lot more self-aware. And that's essentially what I coach on, right, is understanding yourself better so you can self-manage better. And obviously, the, the sort of situation and niche that I tend to gravitate towards and help people with is how that manifests into negative food habits or a negative relationship with their body. So really making sure that we are realigning to our values, realigning to our integrity, really understanding what it looks like when we know how to show up for ourselves, understanding what self-love and self-discipline actually look like when we're actually executing those from a very grounded place, not from a restrictive standpoint. And yeah, so that's a little bit sort of like a recap on sort of how my brand has essentially shifted so far. But I just really wanted to welcome you guys all back into this space because a lot of my clients have always said to me that they have listened to podcast episodes in the past. And a lot of the time that's either how they found me that paired with Instagram And that's eventually what becomes a key reason as to why they end up working with me, because this really gives you guys an insight into not only what I coach on, but also just sort of like the key, I guess, essentially, yeah, the key concepts and methodologies, essentially, that I teach my one-on-one girls. And also now that I have two programs ongoing, that this is essentially what I coach on. So this gives you guys a really good insight as to what I do coach on within those containers. And you guys can take snippets away and really, you know, make them as actionable and tangible as possible. And you guys know that I'm all, all about that. I'm all about the mindset work and understanding yourself better. But at the end of the day, that can all be one thing, but it, it essentially comes down to how you you implement that in your life. And that's the part that I think as women, because we tend to wear so many hats in our life, because we have so many things going on, it is so easy to kind of get caught up in reading all the books, listening to all the podcasts. And then we're not really sure how to actually make sure that that is integrated into how we show up in our life. So we have all the tools, but we're like, how do I actually use this? 
And then sometimes we almost forget to use it because we are, as I mentioned, so dang busy. And if anyone is like me, even on a day where you're not busy, you end up filling it up with all this stuff and you end up going to bed and you're like, I'm so dang busy. And a lot of the time I will literally find a book that I got halfway through and I, and it was a fantastic book and there was all this stuff to implement. And I'm like, well, I didn't actually make the time to, to actually integrate this. So just going back to my point, as you guys know, I go down so many rabbit holes, but what I was saying was really around that I want to make sure these episodes are short, sharp, snappy, and potentially slightly longer ones that are more in depth, but really enabling you guys to walk away and go, okay, I actually got so much value out of that. And I know how that actually integrates into my life now so that I'm able to actually go away and up-level myself. So that being said, today, I actually wanted to talk to you guys because this is something that I mentioned on my stories earlier this morning and this aligning with, okay, this, I've got this pull to come back on the potty. So I wanted to chat to you guys around the three key things that I want you guys to focus on when you go out for brunch. And this can be brunch or lunch or whatever, or dinner or a date, whatever it might be, but really key questions to ask yourself when you know that you're currently in a phase where you are wanting to either rein things in or just be a little bit more conscious around your food choices. So for some people, right, that might look like you're starting to count calories and really sort of be a bit more aware of your choices. For some people, it may be more intuitive eating and focusing on making really more holistic you know, food choices. And for both of those options or for the third option, it might be that you are struggling with emotional and binge eating and you're trying to just heal your relationship with food. So you're trying to stop hitting the fuck up button and you're trying to stop, you know, go having these sort of blowout moments or going on and off the wagon. You're trying to stop and like quit yo-yo dieting and find more consistency and overall discipline with how you manage your food, your body, and then also yourself and your emotions in your daily life. So with this guys, this, this, this sort of idea for the podcast really came up because I went out for brunch this morning and I had this moment where I was really like, wow, how far, how incredible is it? How far I've actually come? Because I remember there was years where I was yo-yo dieting, where I would just have these moments when my girlfriends would ask me out to brunch or I'd go out with my mom or my dad, my sister, my brother. And I would just essentially, it would almost be an excuse or a reason for me to cause an excuse to then go, well, fuck it. Like now I'm going to go out for brunch. So, oh, well, like I'll just either go for a huge walk later and try and burn off some of those calories or like, oh, well, it doesn't really matter what my choice is now. And then with that mindset, I would not only pick stuff on the menu that I knew were more high calorie and really didn't fit with my goals. Cause my mindset was like, this is my one chance to kind of go all out kind of mentality, which you guys know is very, very common around emotional and binge eating. And then also um, it would mean that by the time I'd get home, because of that initial mindset, I would feel so guilty for having gone against what it was that I actually wanted my choice to be like, or, you know, how aligned my actions were going to be with my goals. So I ended up picking something that was more high calorie. I then have in my mind, I've connotated it as I've blown my calories. And now like, what's the point? Because I've already ruined today. And then I would continue to then overeat or snack or mindlessly eat throughout the rest of the day. And I'd kind of lose that, that structure, right? I, I also, I think the round, the timing around brunch as well can make it sort of quite, quite tricky for some people that tend to be quite rigid with their breakfast. I eat at this time, lunch, I eat at this time. And then it kind of gets to like 3 PM after an 11 PM, 11 AM brunch. And you're like, I actually, I'm kind of unsure if I'm hungry. I'm kind of unsure how many calories I've had. I'm kind of unsure, blah, blah, blah. And then, right, it ended up being a complete write-off. And I just remember having these days where week after week after week, I was just like, okay, well, I keep blowing out on Sundays when I go out for brunch. So I either have to quit brunch and 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 leave that brunch relationship, or I was going to have to get comfortable with the fact that my goals were not going to be met. And it's just, it makes me so sad that people think that that, it makes me so sad that I was one of those people that thought that as well as other people now that also think that around 
like they are not your two options. They are two options by all means, but also there is a huge gray area between both ends of that spectrum where right in the middle, you have choices that you can make. You can absolutely still go out to brunch and make really aligned choices. And you have options as to how aligned you'd like those to be, depending on your goals. You have choices as to how strict you're going to be or how rigid and you also have choices about how sort of loose you may let, let the reins go, right? So you may, you may know that you have a certain calorie limit. You may know that you, you can sort of bank your calories a little bit earlier in the day. You may know that you can sort of tweak your, your afternoon snacks to be able to allow for more calories. So you can go out for brunch and have more options, which I'm going to all chat to in a moment. But there are so many options that we can have when we choose to go out for brunch. And, you know, like I said, the same thing goes for dinner. You don't have to miss out. It doesn't have to be the all or nothing mentality. And that is really what is like the overarching thing here, right? Is that when we struggle to even be able to do the stuff in our life that we want, a lot of the time it's because we have this all or nothing mentality. I'm either a good or bad person if I do this or I do that. If I do this, it means I can't do that. None of that is true, guys. There is so many options that are available to us that mean that we have, and like, you know, the biggest thing I see around this is that a lot of people struggle to take accountability for the fact that there are a million options in front of them. When they feel as though there's plenty of options, they either feel super overwhelmed or they think that they just don't really have the right tools or navigation skills to be able to understand how to make a really good choice in those moments. And so we end up just kind of like letting go of the responsibility in that moment. And we go, oh, so-and-so asked us out for brunch. So like, I can't really say no. So fuck it. Okay, there we go. There's another week where I haven't achieved my goals. I've gone over my calorie deficit or I've gone above maintenance or whatever it might be. And now I have no choice and oh well, there's another week. It does not have to be like that. And the key understanding here is that we have to take responsibility for the fact that you've now caused that week to be the way that it is. You've now caused that day to be the way that the way that it is because you haven't taken accountability for the fact that you still had plenty of choices to make about yes, whether to go or not to go. And if you went, awesome. What, what choices do you have there? Are you going to count your calories? Or are you going to intuitive eat? Are you going to pick what you're craving or are you going to try and stick to your, stick to your meal plan? Okay. If you're going to listen to your cravings, then what does that actually mean? How are you going to make sure that there's that and then there's still nutrition involved and how you make sure you get protein into for the day? There's plenty of options there, but the key, right, is recognizing that you have options and you have a choice to make right? And that is, ten, is what I tend to see is that a lot of people, they just don't want to be the one making the choice, right? They, they, they fear the making of the choice. And so sometimes it is easier to just not make the choice and make the initial choice of just like, oh, well, fuck it. Because like they, they listen to the story in their heads of like, oh, I didn't really have a choice. Babe, let me just tell you, you absolutely have a dang choice. And as soon as you realize that the choice is yours and no one else's, and that you have plenty of choices in front of you, once you actually learn to step into your power and you understand that how to actually have confidence in that moment, how to actually view those decisions through a really growth mindset, as well as having structure, trusting yourself, understanding how to intuitive eat and flexible diet, you are actually going to be able to navigate those decisions. And the best part about it, guys, is that you're actually going to feel really excited about those opportunities because as you build that self-trust, you'll actually start realizing that that self-trust and actually trusting yourself and going out and making awesome decisions actually leads to you being able to experience the joy of going out with your girlfriends and enjoying those meals and then also reaching your health and fitness goals, right? Weight loss, weight gain, muscle gain, maintenance, whatever it might be, right? You actually, and you guys know, wow, straight back from like the first beginning of this podcast, you guys know my favorite line is you can have it all. You just can't have it all at once, right? You can't have the epic, epic physique as well as the like, bedazzled bloody waffles with the side of fairy floss and sparkling maple syrup from the depths of Arabia. Like you can't have the zhuzh on the specials menu as well as the epic physique 
as well as just like hitting the, you just, you, you got to make some choices. Yeah. And you've got to realize that those choices are yours to make. Now I'm stop, going to stop ranting and I'm going to literally pick up my notes now. Bear with me where I am actually going to chat to you guys. I literally just jotted these three things down this morning because I just felt really called to address this because yeah, that had that moment where I was like, wow, I used to be that girl that was overthinking everything would have a black and white mindset would either come out and would hit the fucker button or I would literally not go out at all and I'd say no to the joy of brunch and I'd stay home and then I'd probably end up binging later anyway and I just guys you guys know that the whole reason that I have built this business is because I it genuinely comes from the depths of my dang heart of wanting to help women break free from that yo-yo dieting crash dieting binge eating emotional eating cycle You absolutely deserve better than that. And you genuinely can have the relationship with food that you are after. You can absolutely become that girl that is able to go out for brunch and then also be super fit. You absolutely can be that girl that doesn't second guess her choices and over obsess around calories and leans into her cravings and knows how to moderate. You absolutely can be that girl, but you just got to recognize that it takes the learning and it takes the implementation to keep trying and keep chasing that right? That hasn't just come. That took me years to navigate. And that is literally why I work with women now to make sure that we can take it from not the five, six years that it took me to do it myself, but literally within 10 weeks, 12 weeks, which is literally why they are the length of my containers. But anyway, I'm going to get into this before I go down any more rabbit holes. So guys, these are really the three things that I want you guys to do when you are choosing to go out and make food choices. And you want to just have a little bit more structure around how you are creating that, those choices and making sure that you actually feel really intentional behind them. So I think the first thing, even before I get into these three, is I always want you guys to connect back into your breath. This is something that I really see people forgetting to do because they're essentially so wrapped up in their thoughts, in their mind, that they're not actually sitting in their body. They're not actually present. And when we're present, we're able to come back into the present moment. And when we do that, we feel grounded. When we do that, we literally, there's a part of us that's also relaxing our nervous system in that moment, which means that we're less heightened, which means we can make better choices because our prefrontal cortex is more activated as opposed to our limbic system. If you haven't heard around that, guys, please go back and listen to the, I think it's called binge, uh, the one of the, I think it's like the second or third episode where I talk about your binging brain 101. Really, really important to understand that, that literally connecting back to our breath is so integral to making sure that we are staying really grounded in present moments. And we're actually putting ourselves in the best position possible to make the best decisions possible. My clients listening will absolutely know that that is my favorite saying as well, because we need to be the ones putting ourselves in better positions to then make better decisions. It is not down to you. Of If you make all these terrible choices and terrible guys, I'm going to little put a little you know quotation marks on that. But genuinely, guys, if we make terrible choices that make us feel really shameful and guilty, a lot of the time it's because we haven't actually put ourselves in the best position to make the best decision possible. So part of me is like, you can't really beat yourself up fully or you're beating yourself up for the wrong thing. Don't beat yourself up for having made a really poor choice. Beat yourself up maybe, and I'm, I'm being a bit harsh here, but If we're going to beat ourselves up, let's beat ourselves up for having put ourselves in that position anyway, right? Let's choose to make conscious efforts to put ourselves in positions with that then mean we have some choices in front of us that are actually really, really aligned choices. The same goes for, let's say like meal prepping. If you haven't done your groceries for the week and then you get midweek and you're like, I have no food options besides takeaway pizza. Part of me is like, let's not blame the fact that you chose the pizza. Let's blame the fact that you didn't actually prepare the way that you should have so that you actually had awesome choices in front of you. You didn't actually go and stack up on Caesar salads and some like chicken breast and some tuna and some awesome like, you know, like crumbed fish. You didn't actually do all that stuff 
which would have allowed you midweek to then have really awesome choices in front of you. Yes, you could still have gone for the pizza 100%, but also you would have had an abundance of other choices that you could have made, which would have helped you, right? Let's not beat ourselves up when we make really terrible choices if we've made, like, if we haven't made the right choices to actually make ourselves in a better position. Okay, I'm going to end that there. But, okay, I'm literally, see what I mean, guys? We just go down these tangents. Um, But, okay, so this is, the, so the first thing, guys, when you go out for brunch, right? So really want you guys to understand that the key thing here when I go out for brunch is I make sure that I bank my calories. Now, this is where I want to sort of really put an asterisk on this one is I don't mean don't have anything for the rest of the day. And I don't mean don't have anything the day prior so that you can just like go all out. What I mean by this is just be smart with your calories. And this obviously goes for, let's say more so if you have like physique goals and you're sort of tracking your calories a bit more intuitive, a bit more, sorry, or let's say even for those that are intuitive eating, just being conscious that we may choose instead of having a really large dinner, let's say, so I'm someone that I really enjoy having really large dinners because I end up, I tend to work quite late and then I'll go to bed and I'm still like relatively full when I go to bed. And I really like that because then I wake up and I'm not too hungry and I like to train fasted. So, and then I tend to have my breakfast at like, you know, eight or nine o'clock when my hunger kicks in. That's kind of what works for me. And what I've found helps just like with my training as well. I like training on an empty stomach. So blah, 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 blah. So I tend to have larger dinners. However, if I am going out for brunch, I'll, I just have this understanding within myself of how I approach that day of, okay, my breakfast is probably going to be slightly more higher calorie. So I'm just going to like shift the weighting of my calories to be slightly earlier in the morning. That way I'm able to really enjoy breakfast. And then I'm going to have a smaller lunch and probably a smaller dinner as well. Because let's be honest, if I've eaten more calories at breakfast, I'm probably not going to be as hungry anyway in the afternoon. Whereas obviously on a regular day, I usually have brekkie and lunch that are pretty small. And then I'll usually start getting hungrier towards the afternoon and then I'll have a snack and then I have a larger, much larger dinner. So just recognizing that when, when, with banking our calories, we can just shift the weighting of our calories either slightly towards the morning, midday or afternoon to help us be able to have slightly less rigidity around our choices in those moments. That is not a, you have to do that, but it's just something that I'm very conscious of when I do go out. So for instance, this morning I went out for breakfast with my dad and I, you know, the knowing at the moment that I'm sort of trying to sort of rein things in a little bit more and just be a bit more conscious of my calories and making sure that I'm sort of just tightening up my physique a little bit more. So I'm not doing anything crazy. It's all with the like with, within very sort of small margins and choices, but making sure that when I go out for breakfast at the moment, my go-to, and also, cause I just like freaking love this is I have two pieces of toast. I have half an avocado, which I smash onto the toast. And then I have two poached eggs and then I smash the post- poached eggs on each of those slices. And that for me is like my absolute go-to. And every time I'm eating it, I'm like, God, this is actually so delicious. And it absolutely fits within my calories. Usually though, my breakfast calories tend to be about one or 200 less than that because I have a smaller breakfast because I'm usually not that hungry. And so for me going out for breakfast and actually having that, it felt like a lot because I was like, wow, I actually don't usually eat this much at this time. But naturally guys, knowing that I've had more, more of like a you know 600 calorie breakfast, that just means that obviously my lunch is probably going to be slightly less. Also, I'm probably going to be able to have my lunch a little bit later and then I can have a smaller dinner as well because again, I'm probably not going to be as hungry because that breakfast was quite large. So we're just recognizing that we actually get to be slightly less rigid and it can have these really epic outcomes of not only being able to go out to brunch and actually have a full meal and really enjoy that, but then also recognizing that, you know, in the later in the day, we're probably going to notice some changes around our usual hunger cues and things like that. Yeah. 
Now I am just going to get straight stuck into the second one. And that is asking ourselves a couple of really key questions. And that is the second one here is just really, what do I actually want? And this is something that I really sort of try and teach my girls really early on is really understanding that the more that you actually ask yourself this question, the more we're able to navigate our decisions a lot better. Because sometimes when we ask ourselves, what do I actually like? Sorry, let's just say uh, straight off the bat, what do I want? You may go, oh, I want the waffles. But let's be honest, if you actually ask yourself, what do I actually want? You may go, oh yeah, okay, yes, I want the waffles, but also I still really have these goals and I want to make sure that after this meal, I actually feel really good. What do I actually want? What I actually want is maybe having something slightly sweeter this afternoon and then making sure that this choice right now is actually a little bit more aligned with my goals at the moment. Okay, what do I actually want? What I actually want is to make sure that this meal is as balanced as possible and then I'll make sure I work something in sweeter later as opposed to this entire meal being more sweet-based and probably going over my calories. So can we see how the difference between what do I want versus what do I actually want just helps. And guys, honestly, what happens in this moment is when we ask ourselves, what do I want? Our limbic system tends to give us an answer. That monkey part of our brain will come in and be like, boom, and it'll just have this answer. But then when we ask ourselves, what do I actually want? And we ask ourselves a very intentional question. It's our prefrontal cortex in that moment that we're literally handing the reins back over to. It is us, you listening to this right now. That is your prefrontal cortex, literally listening and analyzing the information. It is your personality. It's your rational decision. Decision maker. It is in this moment when we ask ourselves, what do I actually want that we actually get to sort of dig a little bit deeper as to what do I actually want here, right? We know that we don't want to make a really misaligned choice that then we end up feeling a little bit guilty for later, right? So, and I really want to like, you know, reiterate as well, what do I actually want? In some moments, if you're, let's say, not in a phase that I'm in at the moment and you are loosening the reins a little bit, you're working on your food relationship and having certain foods, let's say that you haven't had in some time, you're working on healing your relationship so that it's less sort of good and bad food. Let's say in this moment, what do I actually want? You, Your answer may still be actually, I really do want the waffles. I really do want something sweet. I want to sit there. I really want to enjoy them. And that's exactly what I would then want you to do. What do I actually want? Go for the dang waffles then, right? Let's actually eat those. It's really about genuinely asking ourselves, what do I actually want? And guys, honestly, the biggest reason that I tend to make sure this is something my clients are asking themselves is because a lot of the time afterwards, It's about like, let's say, for instance, you haven't actually asked yourself, what do I actually want? Let's say you went for, let's say the quote unquote, like the healthiest thing on the menu, just because it's the healthiest thing on the menu. Then afterwards you end up going home and you're like, why am I so snacky? I'm so dissatisfied. And it's because a lot of the time you actually wanted something else at brunch. You wanted the eggs Benedict. And instead you went for just like the plain eggs and you didn't actually have that sweetness you were after, or maybe you said no to the second coffee when really you actually did really want that. And so you end up snacking and then mindlessly having all this other stuff in the afternoon. Whereas if in that moment you had initially asked yourself, what do I actually want And how can I make sure my decision really aligns as best as possible with my current intention for this meal and for, you know, what my goals are at the moment, we're able to just better navigate those moments. So I really want to reiterate, it depends on what phase you are currently in and what your goals are currently, but really ask yourself, what do I actually want? And a lot of the time, guys, we really do know deep in our gut morally what actually feels like the best choice for us. And by asking ourselves and deliberately putting that question, that's sorry, that word in there of actually, what do I actually want? It really does help just pull on that prefrontal cortex that little bit more. Now, just the very last one here, because I don't want this episode to go for too long today, but remembering your goals. And right, this is where I really want you guys to, like I mentioned right at the beginning, taking a big deep breath, being just like anchoring back into you in the present moment, realizing that at every moment you have a choice to make. 
And then really just asking yourself again, it kind of comes back into point two about what you actually want, but really just choosing to remember what your goals are. Because a lot of the time in those moments, and you know, so many people will be able to relate to this, but in some moments we just, that's when we hit the fucker button because something in our mind has gone, this doesn't matter, right? Or we just haven't really anchored back into what are my goals currently? What have I committed to? Not from a place of restriction, but a place of self-love, right? Of a place of actual discipline of going, you know what? I actually do have goals and that still may mean having the waffles right now. But I do have goals and what do I think is the best decision for me? Again, recognizing that sometimes the choice will be to have the waffles. There's nothing wrong with that. But really about asking ourselves, what are my goals? What do I actually want in this moment? And how can I make sure that in 20 minutes from now, an hour from now, this evening when I go to bed, I'm proud of my choice. Again, that may be the waffles. But at times it really will be learning how to say no, but not from a place of self-restriction, but a place of genuine self-love and self-respect and self-discipline of going, I've actually already committed to goals. I know that I can do this. I don't have to miss out on brunch. I'm already here. I can make a really aligned choice and I have plenty of options in front of me right now that enable me to enjoy the joy of this moment without having to hit the fucker button or ruin my commitment to my goals and the current behaviors that I'm actually trying to execute. So... With that, guys, I'm going to end this episode. I hope you guys found it useful and helpful as always, but I'm so glad to be back in your ears. You guys can definitely expect these episodes at least once a week at the moment into the coming weeks and the coming months, because I definitely want to be back in your ears and just sharing the things that I'm learning literally every week and what my clients are going through and what I can tell as a collective, we're all wanting to learn more about. So make sure you guys leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You guys do not know what it means to me when I read those. Thank you so much for those that have left some. And otherwise, if you actually got anything specific out of this episode, please, I DM me on Instagram and share that with me as well, because I'd absolutely love to just hear your feedback. Um, don't forget guys, I love and believe in you. You guys can make choices at every single moment throughout your day. Never throw in the towel, never stop chasing the kind of person that you are wanting to be and wanting to become. I believe in you. I love you. And I will see you guys. Thank you for listening to another Ready to Redefine episode. If you haven't yet left a review, please head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave a comment about your biggest takeaway or your favorite episode so far. I can't wait to be back in your ears next Monday. So have an amazing week and don't forget to drink your coffee, eat your carbs and be kind. Bye-bye.